Welcome to the Prodigy Kid Podcast, where I'm on a mission to discover what successful entrepreneurs are teaching their kids about success and making money. I've personally been an entrepreneur and student of success for over 25 years and have an extreme hunger for learning about success and making money. After a near-death experience a few years ago, I'm now actively documenting my journey as I teach my son, Nate, everything I've learned as I guide him to success and entrepreneurship. I'm honored and excited for this opportunity and look forward to having you along for the journey. Well, it's been a couple of time, episodes since I've gone into the Prodigy Kid book. Um, I had breakfast this morning and I kind of was talking to this guy a little bit. And, um, you know, he's asking me all kinds of questions and just like kind of tripping on on the uh, the whole concept. And he had a phone call that came in and, it you know, it was he was trying to get tickets to see the uh the jag jaguars versus the texans and someone had emailed him and promised it was this person was calling and he's like hold on hold on one second you know and he apologized i i'm sorry i have to normally i wouldn't take this call but i have to i have to um check with her because you know it's about tickets and i'm like oh yeah all right cool and and then he took his call real quick and then came back to me and was like okay look at I, I apologize so much i hate interrupting people when they're talking but Okay, uh, what were you saying about the blah blah blah? And he went right back to where the conversation was, and he was, you know, cool about it. But I can't tell you how many times I've been on the, you know, like not, you know, maybe on the phone with someone or talking with someone. Like here we are, just having a conversation. I'm telling you, you know, whatever I'm telling you, and then next thing you know, you start yelling at one of the kids, or you start like, you know, you start like, uh, you know, the, your phone rings and you, you start talking on the phone, or like, you know, like something something distracts you and all of a sudden what i you know here i am talking to someone or you are talking to someone or what you know someone else is talking to you and next thing you know like you're just completely sidetracked and not even and then it's like it, what were you saying like and you're just like i don't even want to finish what i was what i was saying like like it kind of like it instantly says like disrespect it instantly says like i don't give a crap about what you have to say and the way the guy handled what, you know, here I am, I'm just blah, 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 like rambling off the story that I've done a million times before, try to get it as quick and concise, but still he was real quick to be like, you know, I apologize. And that's, I told him, I'm like, look it, that is something that is in the prodigy kid book. Like, you know, be like when you're, uh, I don't have the book in front of me. I don't know exactly. Let me see if there's a copy right here somewhere. No, regardless, it doesn't matter. That That is about how you need to be attentive and how you have to listen to people and, and give your full attention because they may give you like a golden nugget that you never would have, like you're searching for something and they, they just happen to like, even if it's a bum, like, the, you know, the book goes into saying, look, at, even if it's someone that you would not even expect or like, like an old grandma or grandpa, like talking and like just completely crazy, like, you know what I like about radishes? You know, like, you know, you don't want to hear about radishes, but then all of a sudden they give you like the nugget that makes you realize like, oh my God, that was the most amazing thing. So, you know, the book, Prodigy Kid book talks about to be very attentive and be, you know, right there. And it's like, he, he said some, one other thing and it, it, you know, it comes right out of, right out of the, the uh, how to win friends and influence people. And it was with the name. He's like, and your name was Jeff, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's in the book too. Like as, as he was leaving, like he remembered my name, he's a salesman. So of course a salesman's going to be cordial and, and have 
good people skills. I mean, he, he sells and works for, um, you know, a company that, that they sell directly to like, um, oncology, which is cancer. So, you know, he's definitely has to have his, um, you know, people skills kind of, kind of polished really well, but it was in the book. So what, um, what I want to touch on, you know, there's a million different, you know, even though there's only 40 chapters in the book, there's a lot of extra nuggets that are like piggybacked in each chapter. So even though there might be a chapter about, um, you know, like the one I want to bring up and talk about. So the third chapter in the book has to do with faith and desire. So those things are kind of interchangeable. Like, and, and, you know, the very first chapter is the um, golden rule, which people skills and, and whatever, that's the, I would tell you the most important thing when it comes to success is you have to be able to, you have to be able to, to get along with people. You have to be able to put good out there in the world when, when dealing with other people. You can't go anywhere without having people. So that's number one. Number two is you have to learn to think. So the whole thing with the Prodigy Kid book, which is part two of the uh, blueprint, is how to think like successful people think. So all you know, what I've done is taken like all these crazy principles and put them all in one place to create a, a, an awesome mindset, like success mindset. And the, um, you know, so number one, golden rule. Number two, you have to learn to think. And number three, which this is like everything kind of piggybacks onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. And you get about halfway through the book and they're kind of scattered and they have no, I don't want to say order because they're all super, super, you know, like I can't, I've tried a bunch of times and I've, you know, tried to, to say, well, this is the most important one, or this is my favorite one or what, but there's so many of them. Like I, I would have to, to lean towards writing your goals down as one of my favorites, but um, just because of like the luck I've had with it. And, but you know, there's so many like that, that it, it, it's make your head spin. But number three, faith and desire. So I had two friends growing up and, you know, sorry if you're ever listening to this, but um, if it gets, if it goes on a, a negative rant, but one of them was, was tall. He was big. And the other one was a lot shorter, a little more stumpy. And the one had natural talent. And he like, I remember one, one, uh, one hockey game, he, he scored six goals in, in a high school game. Like he absolutely destroyed it. But he liked the party. He didn't take it serious. He, I don't know how his grades. I don't think his grades were that good. Um, he, he just didn't didn't care less. But his brother was like, would eat and he'd wake up and he'd have like a he'd be on a diet and he'd practice and he'd you know he'd be exercising and he'd be focused and like that's all he ever wanted to do is to be a pro hockey player. And he was really really good. They both were like a, a tandem, you know, like when they went out there and they, you know, they would just both kick butt and they're really 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 good. But the one just naturally it came to him and the other one like wanted it so bad, but unfortunately his size wasn't going to allow that to be a reality. Whereas if his brother had that passion and desire and, and was all about it the way he was, he probably would have played in the NHL and he probably would have, you know, got like a full ride scholarship to some college or whatever, but he didn't have the desire, you know, and, 
while the other one believed he could do it and fought and tried as hard as he could, that, you know, like, I don't know, it, you know, he, it just, no matter what happened, the, the size equation wasn't going to allow him to do it. But the other brother, like, you know, while he probably believed that, oh yeah, I've got the right size. I'm really good. I've got natural talent because that desire wasn't there. He, he couldn't pull it off. So those two things are so, so important. Like you can't have one without the other. Like, like in my case, uh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, go down the, uh, the rabbit hole of, of my situation. So I, you know, I've been out this prodigy kid thing for quite a while and I've made a lot of, a lot of awesome, um, like strides or whatever coming. I'm pretty much coming out of the ashes. You know, I, I created prodigy kid because I was, almost going to die one day. And, and now I still am, am like in a complete battle. I was good for probably 18 months or two years, but I've never let the, I've never thought that I couldn't do, you know, I never had the belief that I couldn't make this happen. Like, Oh, well, I'm not going to, it's not going to happen. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, like I want it to happen, but I don't think it, I don't think it'll happen. I've always had the belief I could do it. And I've always had this crazy desire to keep pushing forward. And the past couple of days has really pushed my patience with my health. And, you know, I, I um, you know, it's just, it, it's crazy what I, what I've gone through and what I continue to go through. I've taken two naps today. I took three yesterday. Um, last week was about a nap a day and it just, uh, that's, you know, the anemia and the low energy is only part of it. And it's like, I fight and I fight and I fight and I push and I fight and I keep pushing. And it's, you know, I wonder, like, sometimes I get kind of let down, like, man, if I could only have the energy like a normal person would have, or if I could only like put the effort and time into it that I, that I need to, but it's like, you know, I, I go down and lay down for an hour or two and like, man, I could have been working on the project during that time. But like, as bad as I've got it, I have no doubt that when the timing is right, everything will will fall into place and, and it'll it'll be awesome. But sometimes I start to wonder, like, why am I actually doing this? And and it's like, you know, there's a million different reasons. Number one was to you know originally started out because I thought I was going to die and I wanted to create something for Nate because I wasn't going to be here. And it's like now that I've kind of made it this far and I, you know, more than likely I'll make it a little bit longer, I would assume, um, you know, now it's like, let's bring Nate up and teach him everything about success and making money and, and help him get started in business, you know, in business or whatever, and have him witness and be part of, of this whole launch and, and everything we're doing. Um, you know, that's, you know, part of me is like, yeah, I want to be successful and make a bunch of money. You know, that's more of a personal along with like doing something for Nate. But then it's like, but I also, um, you know, I've done, you know, my traditional lawn service, I've got a sixth person. So I've had five different people that I've helped go in business. Um, some of them I've given equipment, some of them I've given lawns to. Um, other times it was just motivation and, and convincing them like, hey, you should do this. So I've got this like desire to help people. So it's like, I, uh, you know, one of the guys, he does millions of dollars a year in, in business because of going into the the lawn service back in the day, but he could barely weed eat when he started. So it, you know, he, he 
definitely went a lot further than I, I ever did with it. But, you know, so it's putting good out there in the world. I don't know how many people they have. I know their their uh, gas bill was approaching $100,000 a month. How much I, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, but but still. So, like, I wanted something for Nate. And then number two, I, you know, obviously I want financial um, compensation, I guess. I would like to not have to worry about money and work so hard as I've been, you know, struggling to do. But then, you know, there's the the whole idea of helping the world become a better place, like the the knowledge and the the wisdom and, and the, the path that Prodigy Kid creates for other families and other kids, like it is just priceless if they're not going to be a traditional go to school, get a good job, work for 45 years of your life and save 10% of your money and then retire when you're 67. If you have a different idea, different plan, you know, you're going to be an entrepreneur, you're going to be a, a salesperson, you're going to be one of the trades, an electrician, a lawn service guy, you're going to build waterfalls like me, you're going to be a plumber, whatever, like, you know, you have um, a path that that a lot of people have followed that, that, that can make you, give you all the tools that you need. So it's like, we want to do that. But, you know, part of my motivation is, like I want to approach it as like scientifically because um, I think I may have gotten into this on the previous podcast, but if I didn't, I'm going to go back and do it again. So on the video, you can see this book right here is one of my valued prize possessions. And it's, you know, where I had written down um, 25 years ago that I wanted to change the face of public education forever and have that, that really big goal. And along with, you know, some other things, but like, I have had, like, with that, some of the most crazy, crazy, like, serendipitous events that, like, doors open, I run into people, I, I have connections are made, like, things just randomly happen that makes you, makes me question, like, reality. Like, are we in a computer program? Are we, there's this some kind of simulation? Like, what in the, you know, like, it freaks me out sometimes. It really does, like... Like, this is so crazy, but last night my dogs got out. Like, I, I had just gotten up from a nap, let the dogs out, and I went back in my room to kind of get dressed and get ready. And I get a knock on the door as my neighbor didn't even have my shirt on. My neighbor is knocking on the door like, hey, your dogs got out. And they just ran down the road. The guy was like, oh, yeah, just a minute ago, and they were gone. Where did they go? Like, they're out. And it took me hours to get them back. But I saw on Facebook today a memory from – Last year, same exact day, I was out there running the freaking streets looking for these two dogs, and they were out all night. It was like 10.30 to 3 in the morning, and then I was up at 6.30 the next morning looking for my dogs, like freaking out. I found one of them at 7, and the other one I found at like 8.30. He was on the golf course, like just out there on the golf course hanging out, like trapped. He couldn't, you know, there was like a weird ditch, so he'd gotten in there somehow, and then he couldn't figure out how to get out because it was like, all along is a big fence and then there's a lake and there's, there's no getting out of it. So one of the uh, maintenance people saw him, but how is it that on the same day that that's the most recent thing? Like it's nothing big, but you know, sometimes it's like more like, Oh my God, how did that even happen? But you know, just random, like all of a sudden, same exact day, my dogs are out running the streets and thank God a, you know, I called the police station and uh, let them know that they got out in case anyone asked because one of them was a Rottweiler. Sometimes people freak about Rottweilers. And sure enough, someone called, they got picked up, and I got them. They weren't out all night, and I didn't have to stress and worry about it. But 
it's just weird how these things like you know i look at the it's like the patterns you know like something's you know there's i want to know that is there something that i did like like did, that i learned that i implemented maybe it's just because i write things down and like i get real deep with the um you know in in the uh successful four as well as um one of the chapters about write your goals down and especially because i wrote down that goal of in in my notebook like and i compare it to planting a seed so when the moment that you write something down in your notebook you're planting a seed and it's kind of similar to farming so you take a seed out of the ground you know you leave a seed on the counter and it's there for months and months and months well when the time of the year is right and you put that seed in the ground and start to water it and allow that sunlight to get it um you know next thing you know you get the, the seed starts to grow and it turns into whatever it is that the seed is so next thing you know you got a carrot but before it was just going to sit there on the counter and not do anything until you planted that exact seed so like you know your goals are the same you know you write your goals down and that's like the very first thing you can do like um you know you're in your mind is you know, you have an idea and a goal and whatever, and you keep it to yourself in your mind. Well, if you were to dissect your, you know, go into your head and, and go looking for your mind, you're going to find all the parts of your brain, physical brain, but you're not going to find that mind. You know, it's like a, it's like a radio signal. So like it, it's there, it's energy. You know, you can, you can see the, the, you know, and when you do an EKG or whatever those things are called, you can see the, the, the energy, you know, bouncing around in there, but you know, you, it's like a radio receiver. So it's almost like it's in a, your, your mind, your thoughts are, it's a different dimension, but the act of writing it down and now all of a sudden, boom, it's on a paper and it's written. That's like that planting that seed. Well, when you have that seed planted and, and you're growing that carrot and you're putting water on there and you're pulling the weeds and you're making sure that you, the animals can't get to it. And it's got enough sunlight. You didn't plant it underneath the big tree or, or in a shed or something like he planted it and you're taking good care of it and like, you know, the bugs aren't getting on it, all that, you know, it's got proper drainage. It's got the good enough. So every there's principles to farming and there's things that, that this world is magically, you put that seed in the ground and water it and magically it grows into whatever that genetic code is that's written to that seed. Well, you know, when we have our seeds and we create our own goals and dreams and aspirations and we put that, on written paper and put it, you know, you write it down, you can physically see it. Now you can read it out loud. You can feel the vibration in your throat when you, when you read it out loud. And, um, I, I want to know that maybe it's that simple act. Maybe it's the, um, the other parts of the successful for it, you know, the visualization, the, the, the reading it out loud, the affirmations and, and, um, you know, writing it over and over every day and, and re rereading it and just, you know, feeling those, you know, reading it and feeling the vibration in your throat and seeing it all the time and just focusing, 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 you know, it's like every time I think about what I'm trying to do with prodigy kid, like it's, it's like a little piece of little piece of, um, like dental floss. It's not anything at all, but boom, now you got two of them. Now you got three of them. Now you got four of them. And you, next thing you know, you have an unbreakable, like bunch of strands of dental floss that you could, you could, you know, like tie a boat up with like, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't break off because it's so thick and so gnarly. And, you know, maybe that's it, but there's, there's, 
you know, even the Bible, like there's a lot of references to farming in the Bible and like besides the goal of Nate, besides the financial goal, besides like wanting to change the world. Like I, I look at it like a scientist, like, you know, like if we can, you know, other people do what I did, other people follow the principles, other people do the right thing. And they, they, they have all those different tools that, that they use. To, will that open those doors for those people? Will that give them the serendipitous events? Will that make them question reality and wonder if it's a computer program? Like that's, I kind of want to know that. Like, so that's kind of like my own little, little, like, like, I don't want to say greed, but like, you know, like I want to, I want to, of course, change the world and, and make it a better place. And in reality, maybe I have talked about this, but maybe I haven't. But when I first got validation of this project, um, you know, I was doing it for Nate and there was no prodigy kid. There was no nothing. It was just, you know, a, a list of, of chapters. And I was getting up at five 30 in the morning. So I wrote the, you know, I had my incident one day, that day I got off the floor and I wrote down all the chapters that I, you know, all the principles that I thought were the ones that I wanted him to know. And then the next morning at five 30, I got up, boom, wrote the first chapter. And the next morning I look at the list, whatever drew me in. Okay. Boom. Right about that. So I did that for 40 days straight. And, uh, so the, um, man, I, I lost where I was going. Cause I keep thinking about the, um, the, one of my clients is a, uh, like he's retired now, but he was a crazy, like specialized heart surgeon for Mayo Clinic. And I did two waterfalls for him, but I saw him last week and I told him about what happened with me that day that I almost died. And, and, uh, I said, you know, I, I got up and I ended up drinking water for every five seconds, you know, for five seconds, every 15, 20 minutes. And after like four hours, I was able to function and, and it went away. And he was like, oh yeah, you were dehydrated. You know, like you could have had a heart attack and kind of freaked me out, but um, so back to where I, I remember where I was, it was the validation. So back in the very beginning, I, uh, see, and that's ADD. See, I bounce around. I try to remember where I'm at, but I bounce around a little bit. And that's part of being an entrepreneur. I think, I think a lot of people that are in this world are, are definitely, uh, you know, I always say it's kind of like, um, you know, normal people have a carrot, they have, they have some um, cabbage. They've got a jar of mayonnaise. Like they've got a little bit of salt and pepper, whatever. I've got like coleslaw. Like that's where I'm at. But anyway, so back to the story. So that day I almost died. I create the list. Now I'm writing the chapters. I'm probably halfway through and I'm at the baseball field and, you know, I'm looking at the notepad and one of the moms was like, oh, what are you, what are you doing there? Was that homework you in school? And I'm like, no, I, uh, and I told her what happened and what I was doing. And she like started freaking out and like, you know, like, do you know what I do for work? And I'm like, oh man, I, I don't know. Like, what do you do? And she, uh, she was saying that at the time she sold, um, I don't remember the company might've been, um, I don't even remember the company. I don't even want to go there, but she worked and, and was a salesperson for like 38 school districts in Florida selling some type of like program dealing with like, school boards and whatever and she was like oh my god you know like do you have any of this online and i'm like no and she's like well or, or i did have one website up called the principal's garden and she uh she's like take it down right now don't have that out there in the world like this is who told you how to do this like what what's your education what's your background like like quizzing me and asking me all these things and she was like this is this is amazing like this has got the four c's in it like 
you know, this has got this and that and that, like, oh my God, like just started to freak. And, um, I don't know why I was going down that, that road trying to tell you that story, but that, that validation, um, you know, it's kind of what got everything going um, and, and got me to to be sidetracked to where it wasn't just for Nate at that point. It was now for like it was going to be something I was going to launch. And I was like, oh, my God, maybe I could take this and, and launch it. But when when this was happening, I was down to like 129 pounds. I was just a disaster. And, you know, like, you know, going back to that belief and that desire and everything, like I never thought that. I would be continually, you know, continuing to try to push and push and push and make this thing um, a reality. You know, like I, I, I'm the last person that should be out there trying to change the world. Like I, I just, you know, it's just amazing that I, you know, what's, what's pushing me, what's, you know, what's actually doing this. And, um, you know, I'm sure it'll become clearer and clearer down the road, but anyway, I guess that's, I did get a little sidetracked, so we'll call it a day. See ya.